Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recording Yes, we've got a name, all right, and it's Raw Radio Time. You know what time it is, folks. It's Monday, April the 11th, 2016, for episode number 38. A little Jim Croce from Bad Bad Leroy Brown CD, the best of Jim Croce, one of the greatest folk musicians of his time back in the mid-'70s. And, yes, you know our names. It is the Iceman. It is the Human Suplex Machine. It is the Big Diesel. And, yes, we're also expecting Captain Unicorn Big uh, that bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith, GTS, if you will hear in just a little bit, it is episode 38 1 7044 caller ID number 138744 pound and the number one. You can join us right now, and we'll be talking to you until after 5 o'clock this afternoon. Guys, it is good to be back for a Monday. How is everyone today? Good, good. Good, good. We're, I'm doing good as well. And, of course, we got a lot of news to talk about today, so let's dive into the news wire right now and tell you what's cooking on the news wire this afternoon. First off, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, however, we want to start off with a somber note, however. A very tragic ordeal happened over the weekend, however. Former New Orleans Saints football player Will Smith, formerly of the Ohio State Buckeyes, however, on Saturday night, however, was brutally murdered, however, in what has been deemed as an act of road rage, however, but we're still not been confirmed on this yet. His wife was fatally injured, however, apparently by a shooter and has now, um, unfortunately referring to the shooter, been taken into custody and is now in jail. We understand, guys, uh, a very heartless and very uh, disgusting, disturbing act, to say the least, however, what happened Saturday night. Uh, John, we'll start with you. Your thoughts about this one. Oh, very disturbing, actually. I mean, I mean, this guy had a future and his whole life ahead of him, but this guy... This man who's arrested, I hope, I hope something gets done to him. Yeah. We'll definitely keep our eyes on this story throughout the week. And like I said, our thoughts and prayers are with the Smith family at this time, his friends and family as well, and the entire the city of New Orleans who lost a great football player and this uh, very unique individual. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about this story? Uh, this is new to me. I, I'm really uh, shocked about it. Uh, there's prayers and thoughts. 
Certainly, certainly. Uh, another story we're following here today, guys, of course, is another... Before, big... uh, before you do the news, J.D., yes. I think it's appropriate that we should do a 10-bell salute. I think that sounds very about uh, good enough for me, John. I think even though this guy wasn't a wrestler, this guy was an athlete and a, and a, fa- and a husband, I would definitely uh, agree with that. Yes, I think we can call for that for right now. So please do that, would you? Okay. Here we go. And now a moment of silence. Lord, please keep this family in in this tough time for this tragedy and let them know, comfort them as they would be comforted. Let him let them know that your son and your son and his wife have been taken by your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. Amen. Amen. Well said, John. Indeed, our thoughts and prayers are with the Smith family and all his friends and family, as we said earlier in the city of New Orleans, about this very heartbreaking tragedy that happened just two days ago. Speaking of heartbreak, guys, let's go now from, the, as we stay in the south, over to Augusta, Georgia. And this wasn't heartbreak in any fashion uh, in the, uh, in the, sport, in the uh, let's just say, the personal world, but it was in the sports world. Jordan Spieth, the young rookie who for the last three years has actually been an amazing, amazing superstar, to say the least. And we just lost John. I think John will be back with us here, hopefully in just a few seconds. Uh, as we said, uh, became the Masters champion less than a year ago, had a five-shot lead going into the final nine holes of Augusta National yesterday to win his second green jacket, his second in two years at the age of 22. Somehow he blew up on the back nine, including shooting a seven on the 12th hole, the pivotal three-hole in the back nine of Augusta National. As a result, he uh, tried to come back, but it was too little too late. And as a result, Danny Willett, yes, folks, Danny Willett, the 28-year-old English however, became the first English guy since Sir Nick Faldo back in 1996, 20 years ago, to win the green jacket. Uh, Greg, uh, your thoughts about Jordan Speed, the young rookie who now has gone from second to champ to second again. Your thoughts, however. Uh, I didn't see the fight, so uh, congratulations to who's that. Okay, and John says he'll be right back. His wires are getting crossed up, so we'll definitely uh, hear his thoughts here shortly, and hopefully we'll get also... Uh, our good friend Gerard T. Smith, uh, in his opinion as well. Uh, one thing that we are following, ladies and gentlemen, and John is back with us now. John, we were just talking about the Masters Golf Tournament. However, Jordan Spieth, however, up five shots with nine holes to go. As a result, he somehow blew oh, up. Blew, all, right. all right, he blew up on the back nine. Based on this report, the Orioles have scored two runs now. It is 3-2 in Boston. Okay. Chris Davis. Hit a line drive. 
Okay. So, John's keeping us up to date on baseball as well. We'll talk about baseball in just a second. We're just going to get into baseball. I'm going to get your thoughts on the Masters Golf Tournament. I know uh, Greg didn't see it, but let's get your take. Uh, what was your thoughts about yesterday's Masters there, John, as Storm Spieth somehow blew up on the back nine and let Danny Willett slide in the doorway to capture the green jacket? Yeah, I didn't see much on it. I saw, saw the news on MSN just now while we were on. Yes. And I know someone got haunted by their... Um, by their uh, deflect, I think. Yes. Who was that? Uh, well, it was Spieth, I think, because like I said, Jordan was up five, five, five shots with nine holes to go. He went bogey, bogey, quintuple bogey, and just shot himself right out of the match and let Willette slide in. Yeah. And as I said, he became the first Englishman since 1996, and Sir Nick Faldo became the champ for the third time, however, to win a green jacket. And Danny Willett, at the age of 28, just becoming a new father, however, a few weeks ago. And actually, he said he wasn't going to play if he uh, would have had his baby uh, early yesterday, however, which actually was the due date, but it came two weeks early. But talk about two great presents in two weeks, however. The birth of his uh, new baby son, and now a green jacket to boot. Just absolutely amazing. And ladies and gentlemen... Oh, wait a minute. It's spice. Oh, okay. Well, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we got the King Unicorn joining us here on the show this afternoon. The bad guy himself, King Beer, whatever you want to call him, he's all that and then some. Our good friend Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you today, sir? It's a new day. Indeed. Yes, it is. Don't you dare be sour. Yes. How are you there, Your Majesty? I'm good. Excellent, excellent. I was just talking. And I got some more baseball news now. The yes, others are in the lead. Five three. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Okay, yes. And John is keeping us up to date with that Baltimore Boston game on this afternoon. It is five three in the top of the third right now. My Pirates are up seven to two in the last of the fifth in Detroit. So a good start this afternoon for baseball and of course over in Philadelphia and Greg's land. They will be starting in just a few minutes as the San Diego Padres take on the Phillies as it's opening day in Philadelphia. Uh Gerard, we were talking about a couple things first off about the heartbreaking tragedy that happened down in New Orleans about that football player, Will Smith. Uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but if you did, I would like to hear your thoughts about this. Please uh, share with us your thoughts. Uh, I think it's very sad. Uh, I seen that on the news yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. He was young, and uh, it was very tragic. Yes, it was, and uh, he certainly had a lot to live for, of course. Uh, as we heard, uh, he was going back to school, I believe, to get an MBA. Uh, he was really not one of those uh, cocky, arrogant NFL-type guys. He was really straight by the book, hard-to-the-grindstone-type guys, and uh, certainly our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family uh, this time. Uh, another thing we're talking about is the Masters Golf Tournament I mentioned. Uh, Danny Willett somehow stole the Masters. I wouldn't say stole, but just came out of nowhere and robbed Jordan Spieth of another green jacket, which would have been his second at 22 years old, Howard, and Danny Wells just becoming a father a few weeks ago, somehow gets two great presents. The birth of his son a few weeks ago, even though his son was supposed to be born yesterday, and now Green Jacket to boot. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, I don't know too much about him, or golf, so uh, good for him, though. Yes, certainly. Congratulations to him, indeed. And, of course, as you know, this week, the golfers will be heading to Hilton Head, of course, playing at Harbortown, however, at the beautiful ocean course over there at Harbortown Links, however, one of the very nice courses of the South. And, of course, we don't know yet if Jordan will be playing this weekend after uh, what happened yesterday, but he, I'm sure he'll probably uh, try to put this bitter... Uh, 
defeat aside, if you will, and go on to uh, play in the next tournament, which will be this weekend in South Carolina. If not, we'll see what happens in two weeks when they return to Texas for the Valerio Open. Now, speaking of baseball, as Don was talking about, Howard, it's been opening day the past week, guys. A lot of things happening here in the opening week of the baseball season. Of course, the big story, the Colorado Rockies, of course, uh, big star story, has had quite a story to start out his uh, first week in the bigs with seven home runs. Of course, the Cubs and the Reds tied for first in the NL Central. Uh, John, your Orioles, of course, as we said, Howard, could be contending this year. Uh, Greg, we don't know how the Phillies are going to do this year, but you never know with them. And Gerard, your baseball team, the Jays, I'm sure, are doing pretty well so far to start the year. Guys, uh, there's been some good points to start out the baseball season. Let's get everyone's early take. What has been the big uh, story in baseball early on in 2016? John, we'll start with you. I tell you, the Orioles, 5-0. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, they could, and they could go for 6 today. If they beat Boston, they'd be 6-0, and wouldn't they? Yes, they would. That would be an amazing start for uh, Bucky Showalter and the big, bad birds of Baltimore. Uh, Greg, let's uh, get your opinion. What's been your story so far early on in the baseball campaign? Uh, Greg, can you hear us? Yeah, Greg, we're having a tough time hearing. What would you say now? Uh, honestly, I don't really watch baseball, so uh, that's up in the air. Okay, no problem. That's understandable. It's understandable. Gerard, what about you? What's your take of the early baseball campaign? Uh, I just want the Jays to do good this year, so go Jays, go. Yes, and of course, they got two of my former ball players, Russell Martin Jay. Have no, Gerard, go Baltimore, go. Well, it could, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those two in the American League East this year. I would say so far, for me, uh, the story this year has got to be the early uh, – start in the, uh, like I said, with uh, some of the teams in the National League Central. you got the Cubs and the Reds, both at 5-1. and one. I mean, the Cubs, of course, lost their big star, one of their bench players for the rest of the year after tearing his ACL and LCL last week. I almost said last year. I meant to say last week. He's done for the year. Scherzer, or Scherzer, whatever his name is, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, and, of course, the Pirates, of course, trying to get back on the good graces of everyone, however, uh, after having a tough weekend in Cincinnati. They're off to a real good start this afternoon against Mr. Verlander in Detroit, as we said they're up 7-2 right now, almost in the sixth inning. Uh, another story that we're keeping a close eye on, ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, however, they've decided, I've just read this, however, apparently, however, the NCAA is now shutting down new bowl games for three years. That's right, folks. Apparently, a three-year more, there will be not allowed any bowl games, however, oh. until 2019. So that could affect three cities, Austin, Texas, Myrtle Beach, and Charleston, South Carolina, who are looking to have bowls this year. Uh, guys, this is a very, very unusual by the NCAA. Your thoughts about this? Gerard, we'll start with you. Uh, it's going to be a blow for those cities, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. Of course, uh, a lot of people uh, know, of course, uh, last year, I mean, this past year was just crazy. In fact, I'm looking right now. Last year, a record 63% of the 128 FBS teams earned three bowl bursts, including three, five, and seven teams, including San Jose State, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Now, in the previous 45 years, it says here, a total of four teams with losing records have played in bowls. John, let's get your thoughts, uh, your opinion. Uh, On who? This uh, new uh, NCAA approving a three-year halt to the new bowl games. They said there will be no more bowl games, at least until after 2019. Uh, your thoughts? Well, that that was kind of crazy, you know. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Oh, and I have I have some breaking news just in. Okay. Tonight, Shane McMahon 
is definitely going to be running raw again. Yes, I was just about to talk about that there, John. Funny you mentioned that. Uh, uh, Greg, uh, before we get your thoughts on that, however, let's uh, we talk about that, guys. Let's talk about uh, the other thing, the thing I just mentioned. Uh, Greg, let's get your opinion, uh, your opinion about this whole new uh, NCAA announcement. Uh, I never really, I don't think I had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I don't really follow it, so I don't really know. That's okay, no problem. And speaking of Los Angeles, uh, John, let's talk about something that's going to blow everyone's mind. Of course, as you mentioned, uh, before we do that, Kobe Bryant, of course, this week will be announcing his retirement, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday night while the Golden State Warriors are going for history at Oakland. In fact, we understand, however, according to reports, however, the Grizzlies-Warriors game, the hottest ticket in Golden State this Saturday, or no, excuse me, not this Saturday, this Wednesday night is over 450 almost 500 bucks. while the last game maybe ever in Kobe's career in Los Angeles was going for a cool thousand dollars as they will be taking on the Utah Jazz. And of course, as you know, Raw will be in the City of Angels this week, coming up tonight, as you mentioned, Los Angeles, California. However, Shane O'Mac will be back in the uh, director's chair once again running things, and Dr. Phil will also be sitting in as the special guest co host. Uh, Gerard, let's get your opinion. What do you think will happen tonight on Raw in LA? Well, all I care about <clears throat> is. Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson coming to wreak havoc. Yes, uh, funny you mentioned that. I was just about to bring that up next, too, Gerard. Gerard breaking in with a story here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you heard it there, John or Greg. Uh, apparently, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson have been spotted, we understand, in Los Angeles and could be showing up on Raw possibly as early as tonight or next week over in the U.K., but they could make their American, uh, let's just say, debut, if you will, coming up tonight in the City of Angels. Uh, certainly, we'll be definitely keeping our eyes and ears peeled for that. John, your thoughts about this story that Gerard just brought I think it's time we signal the Bullet Club coming soon. Oh, I would say so. I would definitely say so. And if that's the case, if you bring these two in this week, I wouldn't be surprised if Finn Balor maybe shows up next week in London, however, and makes it a trio. However, I mean, Finn Balor, as you know, of course, uh, they already did a few weeks' worth of NXT tapings recently in Dallas, of course. Uh, they pretty much have everything in the can at this point for the next month or so. Of course, they won't be doing tapings, I think, till maybe next week or in two weeks, possibly, to start the month of May. We'll definitely have to keep our eyes peeled on that. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about this one? Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing on my guys tonight. Yes, I think we all are, and we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled if, in fact, they do make their debut. And like we said, as Gerard broke in, it seems like they're going to make their debut tonight in the City of Angels, and if not tonight, maybe next week over the U.K. when they're on the European tour. But we're definitely going to uh, watch that for sure. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, Gerard can vouch for me, and so can John and Greg, and including Greg and everyone else here on the network. Uh, we would like to express another heartfelt condolences to our good friend Michelle Lindodge, who uh, is suffering a personal family issue at this time, MLD. We're thinking of you. We hope everyone's okay and safe and secure, and we love you and miss you, and we hope to have you back very, very soon, and our prayers are with you at this time. 
Okay, well, with that being said now, let's give you the number again. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound and the number one. You can talk to us right now. Of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Twelve. This is episode thirty eight. You can listen to us each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. Of course, with me is my big three panel. First, of course, my tag team partner and King Ice, if you will, the bad guy. Big Sexy himself, our King Beer, Captain Unicorn. He's all those names. And then some, my band from Canada, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, down in Virginia, we've got the human suplex machine, John Gross. And over in Philadelphia, the land of extreme, the Big Diesel from Pro Wrestling Reviews. And, of course, the Kramer Brothers Band, which, by the way, Greg, I got to see a little bit of your brothers uh, playing the guitar, man, just like you. Very talented, guys. You guys should check it out. They're both pretty good. And that is his brother, Lou, and that is Gregory Come Kramer. on, Orioles. What are you thinking, guys? John's definitely keeping on that Orioles Red Sox game for us too. Also, and while he's doing that, folks, let's get to John right now, who has our wrestling dates and birthdays from the last few days. So, John, please take it away. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Yes. Let's do this like Brutus. Yes. All right, I'm going to start off with Saturday. All right, please proceed. All right, if, if this thing lets let's go. Bear right. with me, gentlemen. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before I get on to that, did you guys, uh, did I show you guys the video of that cheeseburger incident? I saw it. Gerard, did you see it? Uh, Yeah, you sent it to me. Greg, did you get a chance to see it? No, I have not. Send it to Greg there, uh... I, I did send it to you, Greg. You'll, you'll have to check it out, Greg. It's it's pretty wild. It's about a guy who broke into a five guys just outside of D.C. And Gerard, myself, and uh, like I said, John, uh, it was the one that sent it. About a guy, I guess, broken. I guess, what was it, Friday, I guess, last week sometime? And he was with the delivery guy, and he decided to make himself a cheeseburger on the grill and just help himself to a free meal. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty wild. It's yes, pretty a, wild. Free, a free meal... And a free cheeseburger. cheeseburger and a free trip to jail on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> he had his last meal before he got sent to the pen, if you will, in a big time way. <laughs> Boy, I mean, he, I mean, this guy, like you said, best yesterday. Well, he went to the funny farm. Well, he went to the funny farm, yeah, but it's just, I don't know what this guy was thinking. This guy could have had more common sense, you think? I mean, this guy's just totally dopey in every sense of the word. Heesh. So, uh, yeah, very, very strange to say the least, Greg. If you get a chance, and John will have to send it to you, you'll have to watch it. It's pretty wild, let's just say. All right, John, mm-hmm. proceed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, come on. While John's doing that, folks, I mean, I can uh, point out some things. I mean, for today, if you want me to do that, John, I can do that today if you want me to for a little bit. I'll work on that. And while John's working on Saturday and yesterday, I just want to send out, of course, happy birthday to some legends today. First off, the great Harley Race, of course, turning 73 today. 
Dustin Reynolds, 48. Balls Mahoney, 44. Uh, the late Paul Bear was born on, uh, actually, what's today, the 11th, right? Yeah. Yeah, his birthday would have been yesterday, folks. So Paul Bear would have been at 62 years old, just a late Percy Pringle the third, And also Angelo Poffo, the father of Leapin' Lanny Poffo and Randy Macho Man Savage. So happy birthday on all those legends, including today's great legends of Goldust, Balls Mahoney, uh, Captain Caveman of ECW, if you will, and of course, probably one of the greatest and one of the most unique individuals who was also in the very first Starcade, if you will, the great king himself. No, I'm not talking about... Uh, our uh, nickname, King NWO. How, I'm talking about the other king, the king of Kansas City, if you will, at one time. The former seven-time world's champion, the great Harley Race. All so, right, all right. April 9th is here, finally. Right. Okay, John's got our Friday and Saturdays, or Saturday and Sunday, so John, please proceed. All right. 29 years ago today, Jim Crockett Promotions finalized the purchase of Mid-South Sports, the parent company of the UWF. Yes, I do remember that. Very interesting. Yes. Um, not too much of that, but 16 years ago, Mike Awesome made sign with WCW. That's right. Yes, he had done a house show two nights before, and uh, he walked out of the ECW company, and a lot of people weren't real happy about that. That's right. Yeah. And five years ago today, Kurt Angle pled guilty to reckless driving from an incident on March 25th in Thompson, North Dakota, where Angle's SUV was found stopped in the median of Interstate 29. Hmm, interesting, okay. Under the plea agreement, Angle was sentenced to a year of unsupervised probation, had to pay a $475 fine, and was undergo a chemical dependency evaluation. He mm-hmm. also received a 10-day suspended jail sentence. Hmm, interesting. And let's go now to April 10th. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. There we go. There we go. Down on this day in wrestling history. All right, 2000. Yes. We all know what happened there. Eric yes. in WCW. We all know what happened that fateful April 10th yes. in WCW Monday Nitro. Yes. Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo both returned to WCW. That is correct, yes, in Denver. Yep. And they vacated both the and they vacated both the championship belt. Yes. Um. Mike Austin made his debut that night. I do recall against Kevin Nash. Yeah, he was at the time the ECW World Heavyweight Champion. Yep, and Paul Heyman, as we said, was not very happy about him jumping ship. A lot of people were very miffed at Mike Awesome leaving uh, the scene like that with the title name because they thought he would have thrown it in the trash. Yeah, in a 3.1 rating, it's highest in about two months. But yes. they got touched by Rod's War, which got a 6-2. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years ago today, in a SmackDown taping, which was taped on April 12th, Jeff Hardy won his first singles title by defeating Triple H, who 
win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yes. 2008, Floyd Wilson announced her that she was retiring from 2009, I think. Floyd Wilson announced she was retiring from wrestling, fighting as a, for a back injury. Yes. Mm-hmm. And two years ago today, Eric Young beat Magnus to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. A year ago today, Lillian Garcia announced she would undergo surgery to report a torn meniscus in her right knee. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, J.D., today would would have been the 62nd birthday of Paul Bearer. Yes, a great a great manager. I'm very probably one of the most underrated managers. I mean, you talk about all the great managers in the years past: Bobby the Brain, he and JJ Cornette, Paul Ellering, uh, Paul Heyman. I mean, I would definitely say Paul Bear is one of the most underrated I feel in history. Hey, JD. Yes. I think we should do. I think you should do a little bit of a Paul Bear impression. Oh yes, for his birthday. Oh yes, it's my birthday. <laughs> Alright. It's fitting. I'm gonna get I'm gonna go and see some little little bit of little bit of detail on Paul Bearer. Okay, please do, yes. He began in nineteen seventy nine as Percival Percy Pringle on the southeastern independent circuit. Yes, he was real good back then, I remember. And he also went to WCCW for a while too. Wrestling career was put on hold after his wife, Diana, gave birth to his first son, Michael. Daniel, their older son, Michael, no, they would have oh, a and second son. Well, John, before you see on, if we just want to say guest aid, we know who guest aid is in the box, I think. If you just want to say, uh, can I, this is the nature boy, and he wants to say woo. And can you get a woo? Wes, we'll give him a woo. Woo! So there you go, guest aid. Okay, continue. Sorry about that. There you go, and John even gave him a woo. Okay, continue, John. Sorry. I think Gerard needs to give a yeah, woo. Yeah, Gerard, too. I think you got you and Greg got to give him a woo. What do you think, Kara? Uh, uh, Greg, you first. Woo. All right, not bad. And uh, Gerard. Woo. There you go. Okay, continue <laughs> on there. Continue on there, uh, John. All right. Um. Their older son, Michael, died in September of 2014, but Diana died from complications of breast cancer surgery in January of 2009. Michael's birth put William's wrestling career on hold. He became involved in the mortuary business, obtaining certification as an embalmer and a mortician. Hmm. He returned to managing in 1984 as Percy Pringle III, Managing for Championship Wrestling from Florida, WCCW, and its successor, the USWA. That's right. His notable charges charges included Rick Rude, Stunning Steve Austin, Mark Calloway, Lex Luger, and the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, that's right. He did mix. I, I, I never knew he matched Luger. I mean, I always thought Luger was always on his own, but now we know. Okay. Upon the recommendation of Rick Rude, Moody joined the WWE in December of 1990. Yes. McMahon used his real-life involvement in the funeral business 
a ghostly mortician who often carried an urn and shrilled, oh, yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's my Paul. That is an awesome mm. impression. Oh, he, yes, he, he, like I said, he, he was a very unique manager. And like you said, he managed guys like The Undertaker, who at one time was managed by Paul Heyman and later Theodore R. Long. And, of course, uh, Percy, of course, would go on, okay, Paul Bear would go on to manage guys like Kane and even Ravishing Rick Root, who I still feel to this day deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why WWE and the, they just continue to shut him out, because he was such a great heel. Baron made his WWE debut to take over the managerial duties for The Undertaker. Brother Love was his original manager. Mm-hmm. He also hosted a segment appropriate named The Funeral Parlor. For over five years, he was managing The Undertaker, but in, instead on SummerSlam 1996, yes, Bearer turned on the Phenom and aligned himself with Mankind, Vader, and The Executioner. But during the spring and summer, Bearer tried to get Undertaker back under his camp, but the dead man refused. Undertaker's mother, Paul Bearer revealed that Undertaker's mother and half-brother and father, Kane, were both killed in a funeral home fire. But Kane was still alive, and that would set up Paul Bearer bringing Kane to bad blood in October 5th of 1997. In his first act, he cost Undertaker the Hell in a Cell match. Yes. The Undertaker and Kane would feud well into 1998. Bearer and a DNA test revealed that Kane and the Undertaker were, in fact, brothers. Hmm. Okay. Near the end of the year, the Undertaker and Paul Bearer joined forces. Undertaker admitted that he was the man behind the fire that killed their parents. They formed the Ministry of Darkness, but it disbanded in September of 1999 when Undertaker walked out. Barrow returned in February of 2000, but would retire from on-screen following WrestleMania. He served as a road agent and talent scout until he left in 2002. He had a brief run in TNA, but returned back to WWE in October 2003. Moody signed a new deal with the promise that WWE would pay for gastric bypass surgery. He admitted to weighing 525 pounds on the surgery. Wait, wait Paul Bear. To- Hold on. Paul Bear, we're talking. Yes. Holy cow. Wow, that's something we never knew, guys. Go on. He dropped to under 300 pounds. But he would make his television return at WrestleMania managing The Undertaker. However, he was killed off by at the Great American Bash. Yes. Bearer would be used as a booker for the next few months before he was done on April 2005. Hmm. He would rejoin the company under a Legends deal in June 2005 and make appearances for a few WWE video games and also the occasional TV or house show in the Mobile area. Moody also briefly ran his own wrestling promotion for about two years, but was shut down when his business partners decided to run the promotion without him. Moody returned to television as Paul Barron in September of 2010 to aid The Undertaker once more. But at Hell in a Cell, Paul Bearer joined in Kane. Yes. 
Barrowwood, 18 later in the month at Bragging Rights in the Bearing Alive match, defeating The Undertaker. Kane would enter a feud with Edge. Edge would kidnap and torment Paul in an attempt to force Kane in a match. Kane would accept, but he continued to torment Paul and Kane. Kane thought Paul Bearer. Kane thought Paul Bearer was a fake. Off two ladders onto the concrete floor. But Paul Bearer returned in April 2012 when Bearer emerged from a storage freezer. This was Bearer's last final appearance from the company. And then on March 2013, he would, after complaining of breathing problems and coughing, he would die of a heart attack. Wow. Quite an interesting bio there, John. Thank you very much, guys. I mean, you talk about a great manager and a great human being, too. I mean, Percy Pringle, whatever you want to call him, Paul Bear, William Moody, it doesn't really matter. I mean, this guy is still revered as one of the true great managers, I think, that uh, is, when it comes, when it's all said and done, will go down as one of the most, I think, underrated people because he was so talented and so good at managing people like Taker, like you said, Luger, Rick Root. I mean, this guy had it all. And uh, we still miss him to this very day. Here it is four years later, and he is still missed to this very day that uh, this actually happened. Uh, John, thank you very much. Uh, before I get your thoughts, John, I'm going to get everyone else's thoughts. Uh, Gerard, we'll start with you. Your thoughts about the great Paul Bear. What can you say? Uh, he's had a great career as a manager. Like you said, top five manager of all time. Yes. I liked all his storylines, and I just uh, liked everything about Paul Bear. Certainly, I would agree. I would agree. I uh, agree to Gerard. I was going to say, John, we got your thoughts. Okay, uh, Greg, let's hear your opinion. What do you think? And I'll, I'll do my thoughts on him, too. Okay. Yeah, uh, Paul Bear was one of the greatest managers alive. Uh, the Undertaker lost pain, and uh, he can't... Uh, you can't say anything bad about him because he was one of the uh, greatest about him. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He certainly was. And like we said, he, he will go down as a true, true icon, every sense of the word, uh, without uh, exception. Uh, okay there. Uh, thank you very much, sir, John. It is now 3.30 here in the afternoon here on Monday, April the 11th. Uh, you didn't let me do my Sorry, I was, I, was just, I was just going to. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, what Your thoughts, John? Go ahead. You know, when when I followed The Undertaker throughout his career, mm-hmm. I mean, Paul Bearer was the inspiration for The Undertaker. Yes. He was behind The Undertaker. I mean, Paul Bearer and The Undertaker, they worked like peanut butter and jelly. Yes, certainly. Paul Bearer had the urn. The Undertaker had the mystic. I mean, when you put those two together, it was... It was awesome. Yeah, it was and magical. It's something that you're never going to see one more again. No, no question about it. I, I would say it was he was one of the last. Uh, no question about it. And like I said. Oh. Okay. April 11th is today, so I'm going to do that right now. All righty. Okay. Buddy Rogers is presented the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in Washington, D.C making him the first champion. Well, the official story was he won in a tournament in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Yes. <laughs> That's true. That's wow. very true. I did hear that story. That, that is very, very true. Yes. 
The Rock and Roll Express meets Dick Murdoch and Randy Rhodes in 1994. The titles had... Oh, wait a minute. Was it? Uh, Yes, it was. No, no, it was uh, 1995. Oh, okay, okay. The title's been vacated since September 1993 when Paul Roma and Arn Anderson were stripped of the titles on WCW split from the NWA. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm just typing. I'm listening to typing at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we hear you. Go ahead. All right. Here's a story. Here's a story that I used, that I know too well. Mm-hmm. 1997, Vader was arrested in Kuwait after he attacked Balsam Al Al Awesome. The host of Good Morning Kuwait. The arrest comes after White White after White took offense to Awesome's questions about the legitimacy of wrestling. He assaulted the host and trashed the entire set. Yes. He spent ten days under house arrest and was ordered to pay a small fine before returning to the United States. And if I remember correctly, and you guys might remember this too, wasn't he suspended for about two months or 30 days by the company because of that whole incident in Kuwait? I think so. That sounds familiar. Yeah. And uh, we just got a message, believe it or not, from our friend Guest Aid, and I believe we know who it is, I believe. He has told us that, talking about, movie, uh, talking about uh, action, uh, he just told us in the world of entertainment that Clint Eastwood is going to be directing a new film with Leo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill. It's coming out around Christmas time, however, and it's about Richard Jewell, who was railroaded by the FBI. Leo plays Jewell's attorney, so that should be a very, very good movie to see coming out later this year, guys. Okay, John, please continue. Oh, come on now. Boston just led. Sorry. Uh, okay. That's Sorry. All right. That's all right. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. John's off. Keep an eye on that baseball game for us. It is 5-3 last we saw O's. My boys are up 7-4 now. It was 7-2 going into the seventh inning, so they're up three now going into the seventh inning. So I'm hoping right. the parts can come back in, uh, uh, after that bitter weekend since I start off the week with a big note. And before we do, John, hold on a second. I just heard something. This is going to blow your mind. The Chicago Cubs just traded Giovanni Soto, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, from Cleveland on Monday in exchange for cash considerations. And Kyle Schwaber, the guy I was mentioning who tore his ACL and LCL, has now been placed on the 60-day deal, so he is done for the year. So that hurts the Cubs. So the Cubs will a little bit of a shakeup today in baseball, if you will. So uh, please continue, uh, John. Sorry about that. All right, guys. Um, okay. 17 years ago in 1999, WCW presented Spring Stampede. Hmm. Diamond Dallas Page won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship by defeating Hollywood Hogan, Ric Flair, and Sting in a fatal four-way match to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. 2000, we had some title changes. All right. Perry Saturn beat Crash Holly. Yes. Only to lose it to Taz, and then only to lose it to Crash Holly. Huh. So uh, it goes from one ECW guy to another ECW guy, back to a WWE guy. Yeah. Crazy. And in 2010, Texas Stadium was demolished. 
Yes, the home of the Cowboys, uh, which hosted one of the very first uh, stadium shows, the former World Class Championship Wrestling 1982, I believe, Star Wars event, believe it or not. All right, and in 2011, we knew on that same night, Adam, Adam Copeland, best known to wrestling fans, announced his retirement from professional wrestling. Yes, uh, let's talk about that guy for a minute if we can. Frank, I'm glad you brought that guy up. I was just thinking, I didn't know if it was this, I knew it was coming this week, I just didn't know, remember what day. Uh, Gerard, you talk about a great fellow countryman from your backyard, Howard Edge, I mean, what can we say about the Edster? Gerard? Gerard, are you with us, sir? Well, hopefully he will return. I'm going to see what's I returned. Okay, we were talking about Edge, one of your fellow countrymen. As John just mentioned, it was exactly five years ago today that he announced his sudden retirement from the world of wrestling. Your thoughts? Well, I miss Edge uh, a lot because he was a great rated R superstar. And uh, I can't believe it's been five years. Yep. And, of course, uh, he has his own show now with Christian, his best friend, if you will, however, the Edge and Christian show, which is continuing to get very, very good positive feedback. Greg, uh, your thoughts about the Rated R Superstar? Uh, yeah, Edge is a great wrestler, uh, great actor and stuff. Uh, it was really shocking when he uh, retired. I was really upset about it. Yes, I think we were all were a little upset when he announced his retirement, but we understood where he was coming from. I would have to say the same thing you both say. I mean, he was a great champion. He was a great heel. He was a great face. I mean, he had a lot of funny moments, however, over the years with his partner, Christian. Of course, they did a lot of the five-second poses and dressed up in funny outfits and played a lot of kazoo, if you will. And they had their moments, no question about it. John, your thoughts about the Rated-R Superstar? Oh, what can you say about him? Great competitor, great Great, tremendous athlete. I mean, yeah, he he bent the rules. He broke the rules a lot. Yeah. He did that live sex celebration. That, that was I just the, say that. still one of the most crazy things you'll ever see on television. Yes, go on. I got to say that turned a lot of men and women on. That's all right. Don't worry about it. But, um, yeah, he was a great competitor. I mean, ladder matches, hell in a cell matches, steel cage matches, no holds barred matches. Hell, you name him, you name him, Edge has done him. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. No doubt about it. He And he's battled some of the greats, no question about it, however. And here is actually a funny uh, fact, however, that is non-wrestling related. Of course, uh, we also on our... Uh, uh, one of our uh, fellow competitors here, I should say, Gerard T. Smith. I'm going to thank him and the Black Widow for signing this page up. And, of course, Greg, you'll have to check it out, too. Movie fans worldwide, I just heard today, it was 40 years ago this week that all the President's Men, the great political movie starring uh, Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford, came out to theaters everywhere. It was a big hit around the, uh, pretty much the whole uh, Merc, uh, movie scene. Uh, Gerard, I don't know if you've ever seen this, and if you have, however, uh, give us your impression about this movie. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Very good cast. Of course, Dustin Hoffman, Robert Redford, uh, Jason Robarts, Martin Bassam, and of course, a very young uh, Jane Alexander. Uh, Greg, have you seen this movie? And if so, your thoughts about this movie? Uh, what movie again? All the President's Men. Uh, I think 
It's it's a very unique movie. If, I mean, I, I, know, I don't know if you're into politics or not. And even if you're not into politics, if you're looking for a good uh, kind of a true story about the Watergate uh, incident, where you have two reporters played by Hoffman and Redford, Carl Bernstein and uh, Bob Woodward, uh, these two uncover a lot in the Watergate caper, and uh, they show what exactly happened. It's kind of almost similar to what really happened when President Nixon resigned. Of course, this movie also started Ned Beatty. This also started, uh, I'm trying to think who else was in this movie. Hal Holbrook, of course, was the agent that Redford had to uh, basically get his info from. Uh, John, your thoughts about this movie? I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Okay, well, you and Greg definitely owe it to yourself to see it. It's, it's a very unique movie. I mean, anytime it's on TV, if you get a chance to watch it, or maybe if you can rent it somewhere, just try to find some clips and watch some clips of it. You All have right, to check I out have it's a one, very unique movie. I have one more note. History. Okay, please do. Brian, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella married in a small wedding ceremony, so happy two-year anniversary to Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella today. Yes, congratulations, kids. Yep, but after the uh, after they returned from their honeymoon, yes. we found out Daniel Bryan lost his dad at age 57. Yes, and our, and our, it was very heartbreaking to hear that. And here it is now, almost two years later, and you talk about these uh, what's happened in the last two years. I mean, Daniel Bryan tried to come back last year, of course, to WrestleMania. He got hurt again. He was out for a good while. He had to drop the belt. And uh, he tried to come back again uh, just recently, early this year, however, and uh, unfortunately he finally decided enough was enough. It's time to hang up the boots. And uh, Brie Bell, his wife, is right now actually hung up the boots, although she has not confirmed it yet, and neither her sister or Nick, her twin sister Nikki. But I would say right now uh, these three individuals, however, could be on their way out of the WWE very soon unless they find a way to just uh, stay in the company. But right now it looks like ne- I almost said Nikki said it wrong, Nikki and Bree pretty much are on their way out the door, I would say, at this point, Heller, unless something comes up. And then, of course, Daniel Bryan, we saw what happened earlier this past February, and that was the announcement when they, uh, he told us, I believe it was the day after the Super Bowl, believe it or not, that he has finally just decided enough is enough. It's time for me to say goodbye. And as a result, they have now shown a special on it due to the WWE Network what happened that very night back in February in Seattle. All right. Uh, thank you very much, John. Certainly a lot of history and birthdays and news and everything from the past few days, so we definitely want to thank the Human Suplex Machine on that front. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four forty four. Caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound and the number one. This is episode 38. We're here each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. Of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be pretty interesting because Bra will be going on while we're doing this next week as they will be in the U.K., of course, tonight, as we said, they are in Los Angeles with Dr. Phil hosting and Shane McMahon running things. Of course, let me introduce you to the panel again, the human suplex machine, John Gross from Virginia Front Royal, the big diesel, Gregory Kramer, who, of course, I'm sure will keep us up to date on that Philadelphia Phillies game over in Philadelphia this afternoon. They are opening up the Phillies season this afternoon. Of course, he is also the Kramer Brothers Band and Pro Wrestling Reviews and also many other Facebook pages as well. And, of course, I'm going to also introduce my panel of the King NWO Madness, if you will, the bad guy himself, King Bear, Captain Unicorn. He's all those things. The co-host of Wrestling Revisited with me and also a member of the Wrestling Debate Show, King Bear himself, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, you can hear Gerard, myself, and Greg usually every night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and sometimes even Saturday, but mostly Tuesday, Wednesday, and 
Friday nights, however, on Revolution, 138055 pound. Of course, Wolfpack on Saturday night, or excuse me, not Saturday night, Thursday night, 138521 pound. And on Saturday night, you can listen to Gerard and the Black Widow, Michelle Lindons, who is another member of the great new wrestling debate show of NWO Team Man. It's the first lady of wrestling, as we like to call her, the Miss Elizabeth, to the uh, Macho Man, if you will, which is Gerard. And of course, I am whatever, I don't know what I can call myself at this point, but we three, of course, do the wrestling debate. Of course, we, of course, are there each and every Wednesday night from 8 to 9. And, of course, you can listen to us on 13992, uh, I want to say 5, yeah, 13925, pound in the number one. Of course, we're here each and every Wednesday night. And of course, then on Saturday night, Gerard and Michelle will take you into Wrestling Attitude, rated R, super style, if you will, from 9 to 11.30 each and every Saturday night with their thoughts of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, pay-per-view, Total Divas, whatever. Uh, other news and notes, of course, they will get you all hyped up every Saturday night, and you can listen to them every Saturday night. Guest 9 is just now logged in the chat. Guest 9, we want to welcome you to the show. Hopefully, you will be identifying with us very shortly and uh, joining us if you feel like it. We and welcome it's you no surprise. I think and, it's no surprise well, there. Well, we just found out who it was, so Guest 9, uh, we know who it is. Yes, we just found out who it is. It is from Tarheely, if you will, our boss from Trinity, North Carolina, the head boss, if you will, of WCW Radio United. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw down there in the Tar Heel State. Chad, how are you today? All right, guys, we got a lot of time to kill here for the next hour and a half or so. So while we do that, folks, I don't know, does anyone think of anything we can do? I mean, I've already got one idea I'm suggesting, but does anyone have a good idea of what we can do now? Uh, I'll start it off with GTS. Uh, Gerard, you have any good ideas for us today? No, I don't, but I will participate in whatever you guys do. All right, sounds good. Uh, John, you got anything for us today? Mm, nah. All right, and Greg, what about you? Uh, no. All right, well, since it's like Vinius and Ferb. So, Ferb, what do you want to do today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we're all running on fumes, however. And you know what? What's uh, Chad thought of the idea, and that's the idea I thought of, too, however. So, uh, this is the matchup we're going to go with, however. And since we are thinking of some good ones, however, this is the one I thought, however. And this is the one I actually thought of originally, however, too, believe it or not. So, we're going to do it right now. It is time for your favorite Everyone's favorite, ladies and gentlemen, fantasy matchups. Yes, folks, fantasy matchup time. Right, so have your thinking caps ready. You can do pay-per-views. You can do buildings from the past or present. You can do um, certain wrestlers also as well, as well as divas, and even announcers too. So, guys, uh, the sky's the limit. We're ready to go with our fantasy matchups this afternoon. And uh, we're going to start it off with today, His Highness Gerard T. Smith with the first fantasy matchup of the day. Gerard, the stage is yours, my friend. Okay, uh, we're going to have, wait a Mm-hmm. 
Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm going to do... It's a shocker. Go ahead. Eight man, but there's a little twist to this eight man. All right. Because there's going to be two wrestlers and two managers fighting for each team. All right. I All like right. it. So the first team is going to be Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm-hmm. We got Paul Heyman All and right. Rick Rude. Ooh, okay. Very, very good, however. Okay, give us your winner. No, that's the first team. I got Oh, okay, so, okay, 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 sorry, okay. All so, right, okay. Second team is The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Paul Bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sensational Sherry and Randy Savage. Ooh, okay. All right. You got some good ones there. I like it. Okay, so uh, tell us, who do you like on this one? I'm going with Andre's heel team. All right. Says okay, team one will win. All right, John, your thought. Uh, although I'm a Taker fan, I think this is gonna this is gonna be shocking. But I think I'm gonna have to go with Andre's team as well. All right. And, oh, come uh, on, come on up. He was. It was three to two. And John's keeping us updated on that baseball game. As we now know, it is 5-5 in the top of the fifth inning. My team is up 7-4 still. Uh, Greg, what's going on in Philadelphia in your neck of the woods here with the uh, Philly game this afternoon? Uh, let me check right now. Uh... All right, he's going to keep us up to date on that San Diego-Philadelphia Phillies opener. Mind you, however... And I'm going to say uh, team number one for Gerard. I will take that team. I'll take Andre, Bobby, Heyman, and Rick Root. I think they're going to uh, mind you. However, that's my prediction. And uh, like I said, uh, John just uh, giving Chad an earful of tonight's big game between the Nats and uh, the Braves. So, of course, the Braves off to a very, very sluggish start to start the year off at 0-5, if you will. Hopefully they can get back in the win column tonight. They will be taking on... The Nats, who are currently three and one at the moment, and as I said, my Pirates, of course, are right now four and two, entering this afternoon's play against Detroit. Hopefully, getting back into a first place tie with Cincinnati, and Chicago, who are actually playing each other tonight at Wrigley Field as it's opening night there in the windy city of Chicago. Believe it or not, at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time, seven o'clock Chicago time. Uh, the Phillies are losing two to zero. Okay, so it's 2 nothing Philadelphia down early in the ballgame. That would probably be in the third inning now, I would say, uh, there, Greg? Uh, yes, it is. Okay, so it's the third inning there at uh, Citizens uh, Park there in Philadelphia. Greg will be keeping us up to date on the Philadelphia Phillies, who are opening up their uh, 2016 home opener this afternoon, however, mind you. And believe it or not, Chad made a good answer with his team brain walrus. So, there's his answer. And, Greg, I think I got your pick, didn't I? Uh, no. Uh, 
Okay, I'll repeat the team. Gerard has picked a good one. Andre the Giant, Bobby Heenan, Paul Heyman, and Rick Rude on one. The second is Taker, Paul Bear, Sherry Martell, and Randy Savage. Who is your winner? Ah, uh, Team Taker. Team Taker. Ooh, okay, Team Taker. Wow, okay. So, Team Taker is Greg's pick. So, Greg's throwing a little curveball into the mix here, believe it or not. Everyone else took Team Paul Heyman and company. So, uh, very, very good first match there. Gerard, uh, very, very unique and with a twist, if you will. Gerard, uh, thank you for your first selection. John, let's go to you next. Uh, what is your first fancy matchup of the afternoon? Okay. From Madison, the right from Madison Square Garden. It's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bray Wyatt. Okay, hold on. Austin versus Bray Wyatt. Oh, okay. This is pretty good. Okay. Uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, Stone Cold. Gerard? What was the match? Direct from Madison Square Garden, Stone Cold versus Bray Wyatt. Whoa. Yeah. I'm going to have to follow my beer brother and stunner, and that's it. Yes, and Chad says, Stone Cold shuts Bray down. Greg, who do you like in this battle for Madison Square Garden, Austin and Bray? Uh, Stone Cold. I think it's unanimous. We're all going to go with Stone Cold as well. Okay, two good matches so far, guys. Very, very good. All right, uh, Greg, we'll go to you next. Uh, DDP. Mm-hmm. Versus Kevin Nash. Ooh. All right, however. Uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, Kevin Nash. All right. Gerard? I guess the insiders are no more. Yes. I'm going with Big Sexy Kevin Nash. All right. And, uh, John, who do you like in this one? I'm going to go with Kevin Nash myself. You know what, Howard? Both are good, Howard. But you know what? I think the diamond cutter does it for me. So that is my pick. And Chad says that's a draw. It's hard for him to choose. So good match, Greg. And Greg and John's, or, and here's a good match. Tony, our fellow guest date's got a great one, Howard. Mind you. Tugboat and King Kong Bunny versus the Quiche and Earthquake, if you will. Talk about big men in the ring. Let's get everyone's take on this one. Uh, on this one. Gerard, we'll start with you. Uh, holy sheep shit. Yeah. And I'm going with Earthquake's team. Okay. Uh, let's hear what Chad has to say. John, let's get your pick while we're at it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go with Rikishi and Earthquake. Chad's going with Tugboat and Bundy. I'm going to go with, I think... Keisha and Earthquake in that one. Greg, who do you like? Uh, team King Kong. All right. And we're going to hear Chad and them. Uh, Tony, who they like in uh, your match there, Greg, in just a second with DDP and Nash. So we'll get their answers here momentarily here, mind you. So we'll see what happens, however. Um, I will go next, Howard, and we'll, uh, since we were doing arenas earlier, I'm going to do one over in your neck of the woods there, Greg, at the Spectrum. So we're going to put uh, an old-school Spectrum match together. We'll pit, let's see, how are we going to do this? Okay, here's a good one. Rob Van Dam versus Ricky Steamboat. 
And uh, uh, let's see. And uh, Tony says he's going to go with Nash. Uh, hold on, versus Ricky Steamboat. And uh oh, uh oh, Deon and David Ortiz aren't an argument. Uh oh. Looks like he might be tossing the game here, so John. Oh, well, he just walked away. Okay, so John's keeping an eye on that close game for us. It's still 5-5. Five, five. We are in the, what are we, in the sixth inning there, John? Bottom of the fifth. Okay, so we're in the bottom of the fifth. Okay, my team's in the top of the eighth. It's 7-4 to four still. Okay. Uh, okay, guys, I made RVD versus Steamboat in the Spectrum uh, happen. Nice. Gerard, who do you like in this one? Uh, what was it? Rob Van Dam versus the Dragon in the Philadelphia Spectrum. Who do you like in this one? Oh, oh, oh. Um, oof. Uh, this is a hard one. Who picked this one? I did. That was me. Ah, damn you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Tony says Van Dam. Chad says great match, high flying galore, but he's gonna go with Steamboat. I'm going the whole fucking show. So RVD, Mr. Monday Night, is your pick, okay? Uh, John, who do you like in this one? I'm going with RVD. Okay. And uh, Greg. Uh, speaking of the uh, ECW arena, I might be going to the wrestling convention this Saturday. What's that? Uh, speaking of the ECW arena, I'm going. I might be going to the e- uh, wrestling convention. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, am I? And I pick uh, Rob So you're gonna take RVD. Uh, before we get into uh, hearing our next pick, uh, uh, what names have we found out are there gonna be there on Saturday in Philadelphia? There, Greg. Uh, Billy Gunn. Uh-oh. Dawn Michaels. Yes. X-Pac. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's going to be a good good one. Uh, Ricky the Steamboat. Who's that? Randy. Ricky the uh, Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat. Oh, I, I, like I said, I've met him. He's a nice guy. He's a real cool dude. You'll like meeting him. He's a real nice guy. I got to meet him a few years ago in New Orleans. Real nice guy. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Nice. Uh, St. Tommy Dreamer. Maybe. Cool, very cool. Mr. Innovator of Violence, one of the nicest guys you ever want to talk to. Uh, Maven. Yes. Uh, and a couple people mm-hmm. and uh, Shawn Michaels. Very cool. Well, sounds like a great, great weekend ahead there in Philadelphia mm-hmm. there, Greg. We know you met Billy Gunn already, so we don't have to really bust your... I don't think Michelle has to bust your stones too much, but I know one thing. If you meet Shawn Michaels or even X-Pac, I know Gerard's not going to be very thrilled, but especially Shawn Michaels, RVD, and Dreamer, if you even get your pictures with them and, and you post it, I think we're all going to be a little jealous, especially MLD. I think especially when she sees Shawn Michaels and maybe possibly Dreamer. I think that's going to be pretty wild, so hopefully get a chance to shake hands with those guys. And like I said, I met uh, Ricky at New Orleans a few years ago. He's one of the nicest guys, most humblest guys you ever want to talk to. I mean, he's really down to earth and just absolutely a real good dude, to say the least. So uh, that sounds really fun, and uh, we'll definitely uh, have to hear back from you next week about that, Howard. And hopefully, we'll uh, hear some stories out of that uh, convention that you're going to. Where exactly in Philly is it? In, uh, is it the uh, original ECW arena, or where at in Philly? Yeah, uh, the original ECW arena. Okay, so the 2300 arena. Okay, they're on Swanson and Rittner. Okay. 
Oh, very good. Yeah, that that would be interesting. Guys, that would be pretty awesome to see meeting all those legends in such a building like uh, the ECW Arena. We know about Tommy's history in the ECW Arena in the past over the years. We know about Rob Van Dam and his history as he was always one of the faves in Philadelphia. Of course, Shawn Michaels never wrestled there or Maven or uh, some of the other guys you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, it, it should be a very, very unique show there this Saturday. Is it uh, just Saturday only or is it Saturday and Sunday? Uh, just Saturday, and after, I think it's the uh, Ring of Honor. No, a uh, Hardcore Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not going to attend that. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that, that that that's like I said, that sounds like a great show there, Greg. And like I said, we will definitely uh, uh, check back with you on that next week. How I can get your thoughts and tell us. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some great stories you can share with us next Monday on Raw Radio. That's going to be very very interesting to hear that. Okay, uh, guys, we have got one one round in. Now we're going to go into round number two. Is we're going to go one more time once again, and this time we're going to go to Philadelphia into the land of extreme, the home of the Liberty Bell, and yes, the home of cheesesteak and rock. Balboa as well, as I like to say all the time. Exactly. Let's turn it over to the big diesel, Gregory Kramer. Greg, you're up first. Uh, uh, Sting versus The Undertaker. Woo-hoo. See, everyone is hoping that Sting gets out of retirement now, however... And uh, after announcing his retirement, however, and uh, actually, however, uh, JD, you forgot your ball. I know, I know, I'm getting his pick here too. We're going to get his pick, however. Like I said, we're going to get his here in a second, however. Uh, we'll get, we'll get, we're going to hear his thing in just a second. Uh, so uh, let's go to Sting Taker first before we get Chad's pick, however, uh, mind you. I gotta say, uh, Taker. Okay, uh, Gerard. Gerardo. He might have had to step out for a beer. Hold on, we'll we'll get him back here in momentarily. John, let's get your take. Sting and Taker. Ah, uh, Taker. All right. And uh, Gerard, let's hear your pick. Okay, he has stepped out, unfortunately. So we're going to hear Chad's match here in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully he'll be joining us on the line here momentarily as well, mind you. And he says, this is Sting. I could not have agreed more. I think Sting will win that match. It'll be a good match, though, especially if they make it hell in a cell. I know I'll be surprised if he comes out with Sting's music tonight. Oh, I Today. would too. I would too. I I know one. I know he tried. What was it about a month ago? I think it was one day he tried doing it, and I think we caught on right away. I think it was right before um, Fastlane. He did that. If I remember back in February when he did that. Actually, I think it was the week before Fastlane when we were doing the Fastlane uh, Go Home Show. He uh, had uh, that all uh, but picked. And uh, certainly, um, like I said, uh, it was very unique in a way. And like I said, hopefully, um, like I said, however. Uh, like I said, however, I'm just uh, uh, hopefully going to hear his pick here in, in just a few minutes here, uh, like I said, however, and get his uh, take. And while we're doing that, let's uh, see if uh, Chaz made his pick, however, mind you. And uh, while we do that, folks, however, let's hear what uh, he has to say about his match, however. Hold on a second, I'm hearing. Oh, okay. Good. Almost, go ahead. 
And while we're doing that, we're going to get uh, uh, Chad's pick. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, Chad has got the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Rockers, guys. Who do you like in this one? I'll go first. All right, please do. I'll go with the Rockers. Okay. Greg? Yeah, the uh, Rockers. Uh, I want to win. I'll take the Rockers, too. And let's see if Gerard has returned. Gerard, are you back with us, sir? Okay. He probably had to step out or something like that. And you know what? Chad is going to go with the Rockers as well. And here's a good one from our guest eight. A smoking hot tag team match. Sarah Backman and Thea Trinidad versus Brooke Adams and Manir Maria. Believe it or not. Who? This is a good one from our good friend, Mr. Tony, however. I would say... I'm going to take Brooke and Brooke and Maria are my selections. Uh, John, what about you? I think we all win here. I think we do too. So who's your pick? Ooh, Brooke and Maria. Okay. Uh, Greg? Uh, Brooke and Maria. And I just found out that the O's are now in the lead, 6-5. to five. Okay, so John is continuing to update us on that game. That is good to hear, John. All right, here. Very good. Let's see if we got uh, Gerard back on with us again. Gerard, have you returned? Okay, he might have had to step out there, guys. And like I said, uh, let's go to, uh, let's see here. Uh, now, since he did his pick, John, let's go to your second round pick. Uh, who do you uh, like in this next one? I mean, who's your next pick? My second round is going to be AJ Styles. Yes. With the Bullet Club mm-hmm. versus Seth Rollins with, yes, the Shield. Oh, this is a good one. This is a real good one. Okay, who do you like in this one? Um, I'm going to go with AJ. <sighs> yeah, I would have to go with AJ too in the Styles Clash. I think that does it for me. Greg, who do you like? Uh, Oh, so you're going to go against the number one contender, AJ Styles. And let's talk about AJ for a second, guys. Uh, last week, however, he won that big fatal four-way on Raw and Dallas with Cesaro, Jericho, and uh, Gerard's man, KO. He is now challenging Roman Reigns for the championship, possibly. Uh, our guest, A, Tony, has said it will be Seth in a walk, so he's going to take Rollins, surprisingly. And uh, Chad will hear Chad's... On, let's see what he says on this one. We'll get his answer in a second. Uh, but as I was saying, AJ became the new number one contender last Monday by pulling off the upset, however, if you will, however. He is saying, knock him down, battle, got to go with Seth effing Ron. So there you go. Okay. So we know where his allegiance lays. Okay, so he, both of them are taking Rollins here. Uh, and the only ones who are not taking eight uh, Rollins is myself and John. So, guys, really, really good matchup so far here this afternoon. All right, I'll go next, and then we're going to go to Chad, and then we'll go to Tony. Uh, my second-round match, while I'm doing this, and I'm typing this as we talk, round is going to be Ric Flair versus Nick Bockwinkle. But I'm going to have a little twist with it. It will be a 60-minute Iron Man match. Oh, my. 
talk about two great champs in their own way in the NWO and the AWA. Guys, I mean, this is going to be a brutal one, to say the least. And I'm going to start with Greg. Who do you like, however? Holy schnitz now. Yeah, I just love what you wrote there. Who was it again? Ric Flair, Nick Bockwinkle, 60 Minutes. Iron Man, who wins? Uh, Ric Flair. Ooh, okay. I'm going to take Ric Flair. Okay. John, who do you like? Ric Flair. Tony T- or J- Chad says Flair wins three to two. I think Bockwinkle edges Flair. I think Bockwinkle wins four to three, barely by the skin of his teeth, however. That's my answer. And you said who, John? Ric Flair. Ric Flair, okay. Chad went with Flair too. And uh Let's see who he likes in this one, however, mind you, in this 60-minute Iron Man match. And uh, while we're doing that, apparently, uh, I don't know what happened to Drew. Uh, and he's going to go with the Nature Boy, too. So, except for me, however, I'm the only one with Nick Bockwinkle in my corner. So, I'm going to go with the fashion plate of wrestling, if you will. Let's see what they have, however, on their second round dockets, however. And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, however, I'm trying to find out uh, what happened to Gerard. However, maybe we'll find out. Hopefully he's okay, however. His phone may have died or something like that. Well, hopefully that wasn't the case. But if it did, however, Gerard, we thank you for coming in today. But hopefully we'll have he's you back. He's still on the call. But he's still on the call? Okay. Well, let's see. Um... Let's see what they got in their uh, predictions here with their next matches, however. And uh, we'll get their answers here in a second. Now, don't forget, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, however, the tag team title match is still up for grabs between His Highness and myself, however, for the WCCW titles, taking on the last kicker and big bad Bob Ziggler, or Mr. Hulkamania, as we like to call him now. Uh, that should be a great challenge there. Uh, John, of course, will supply the dates and birthdays, of course. We'll also be talking about Raw, of course, and we'll also talk about uh, the latest news. Joe and I will be having the news for you, of course, at the top of the show, however. And, of course, uh, Greg, hopefully you can squeeze on in maybe tomorrow night if you have a chance and listen in. It should be a great, great show. Of course, Wednesday night, who knows what we got in store for you, of course. Uh, we uh here every day, pretty much, except Sundays. The only times we're on Sundays, however, is usually when we do pay-per-views. And, of course, that'll be coming up three weeks from this Sunday on Sunday, May the 1st, ladies and gentlemen, however, with WWE Payback. And as we said, folks, of course, they will be starting to announce, I'm sure, some of the matches tonight. Uh, last week, folks, however, uh, we had a very interesting end to Raw, if you will, however, if you will, of course, with that big fatal four-way. Of course, the Raw reigns very, very good last week. They went to a 2-9 as they rose from a 2-6-6 to a 2-9-5. Hopefully, uh, they will continue to... Uh, go up uh, more, and we'll have to wait and see what happens, obviously, coming up tonight in the City of Angels, especially with Dr. Phil hosting. And, of course, next week, folks, they will be in London. Yes, folks, London town, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here's uh, the match. The Fabulous Freebirds versus The Shield, ladies and gentlemen. Hayes, Gordy, and Garvin taking on The Shield. This should be a doozy. Let's see if we're going to have it as a gimmick match or just a straight-up three-on-three. And uh, we're going to wait for the answer to that. That is a very, very good match right there. And, of course, speaking of the Freebirds, we saw what happened a few weeks ago uh, at the WWE. I'd give it a gimmick match, too. Oh, 
he did make it a gimmick match. Texas Tornado Rules. Okay, so there's a twist now thrown into the mix here, boys. So uh, there you go. Uh, Texas Tornado, the Freebirds, and the Shield. This should be a doozy. Uh, Greg, we'll go to you first. Who do you like in this one? Uh, the Freebirds. All right. You know what? I'm going to say uh, the Freebirds as well, Freebird Fantasia. And before we get uh, John's answer, folks, uh, we're talking about baseball. And it's understandable because baseball season is here. We want to express our heartfelt uh Let's just say, uh, really, uh, congratulations to two uh, very special, unique individuals who are in baseball lore history. First, the great Rock crew, who earlier today threw out the Twins' first pitch at their home opener after suffering a massive heart attack last season. However, he uh, apparently made to the mound this afternoon. We understand threw out the first pitch this afternoon for the Twins' opener. So uh, that is very encouraging to see that Rock crew is continuing his uh, recovery. And to throw out the first pitch, however, I mean, just absolutely... Really, words don't describe it, How I think it's really, really special to see that happen and uh, a very unique hour. So uh, the Twins are uh, honoring one of their own great ball players in the great Rod Carew who threw out the first pitch today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lou Brock, the former St. Louis Cardinal, who uh, unfortunately a year ago had his legs taken away due to diabetes. However, we'll be throwing out the first pitch this afternoon at the St. Louis Cardinals opener against Milwaukee here in just a few minutes. Uh, certainly, we would like to say... Uh, congratulations, however, that the Cardinals uh, Hall of Fame legend is getting better and is recovering uh, still very much, however, to this point, however, and is uh, feeling much better, let's just say. And we just heard the answer, however, that Chad says the match lasts 90 minutes back and forth. Three birds fall off when Hayes pins rain. John, you said it's crazy. I think it could happen. I really do. If it's not him, it's going to be definitely maybe probably Ambrose, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Greg, let's get your take on this one. The Texas Tornado rules, Freebirds in the Shield. Who do you like? Uh, the Freebirds. All right, so everyone's going with Freebird Fantasia, if you will. Backstreet USA. And he's back, folks. We were wondering what happened to you. Yes. It was a Texas Tornado rule match, however, Chad made, however, so uh, we don't have to ask you your pick. But there are a couple ones that, while you stepped out there, Gerard, we had a couple of good ones. And let's get your answers quickly on these ones. First off, uh, AJ Styles with the Fuller Club versus Seth in the Shield. John made that one. I'm buying in, Seth. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, The Motor City Machine Guns versus the Rockers. The Rockers. All right. This is one I thought of. A 60-minute Iron Man match. Ric Flair versus Nick Bockwinkle. Woo! Ric Flair. All right. And uh, like I said, however, we're going to uh, change it up here in round three. You're going to like what some of the stuff we're going to come out with in round three, however. This is a good one. Uh, Sarah Beckman and Thea Trinidad versus Brooke Adams and Maria. Brooke Adams and Maria. All right. All right. And while we're doing that, Howard, let's get your first two picks of the uh, round, Howard. I think we only got one of them, but we didn't get the next one. So let's go back to you for your second round. What do you got for the second round? Um, we'll go with... Uh, hmm. you, can, you can make these no DQ, no counts, too. 
So I'm going to try to change it up. That's why I'm going to change it up in round three with my next one. Okay. Uh, we'll do uh, no DQ match. We'll go with Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Uh-oh. Yes. Versus... Dean Ambrose. Oh, okay. Very good. Okay, so no DQ. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Mr. Bang Bang, Mr. Barbed Wire, Mr. Uh, Tables, Mr. Uh, whatever you want to use, anything and everything you can use in this one, however, mind you, however. Um, let's, uh, uh, let's go to your pick there, Gerard. Who do you like in this one? Cactus Jack. And I'm going to have to agree. All right. And uh, like I said, uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? This is a uh, doozy of a no-DQ match, however, mind you, between Cactus Jack, Mr. Bang Bang, versus the Lunatic Fringe Hour. No DQ now. Uh, Cactus Jack. Yeah, I would agree. So very, very good matchups, guys. We've had some good ones here so far this afternoon, and we are going to go one another round, however. And we're also expecting here in just a few minutes, hopefully, the boss himself from Trinity, North Carolina, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, believe it or not. So uh, we're definitely going to be hopefully having some words uh, come out of him today. He's got, I'm sure, a lot to discuss here this afternoon. Okay, let's go into round three. Uh, since... Already we went with uh, Gerard, and we went with Greg first. We're going to start round three off with John. John, you start us off in round number three this time. Yeah. Okay, I will. All right. Um, Gerard, I think you'll like, you'll like this squash match I'll do. Kevin Owens and Yokozuna versus, um, okay, versus... Ooh, Santino Marella and Vladimir Kozlov. Ooh, okay. And uh, Kozlov, okay. So a little bit of a twist here. Okay, uh, international flavor, if you will. So I like to do some of the international flavor matches sometimes. Sean went a little different this time. Okay, KO and Mr. Bonsai versus Santino and Kozlov. We know Santino and Kozlov at one time were a team. Okay, uh, John, please give us uh, your uh, winner, please. Oh, you don't... You, oh, there's no surprise. It's going to be a mismatch. Yes. Oh, I believe it. K.O. and Yokozuna. Okay. And Chad said, however, he's going to go with Mick, however, in that last match, however, so we got his answer. And now I see here at the moment right now, John, uh, it is now 6-6 six, six in the bottom of the sixth inning there. My yes, boys are up it seven, is. My boys are up 7-4. Greg, what's the update there in Philadelphia with the Phillies in the uh, pods this afternoon? Uh, I couldn't hear you there, Graham. What was that? Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. We're just trying to get Greg. Greg's trying to give us the update on the Phillies game. Okay, so there you go, folks. We're uh, it's three one in the top of the fifth now. Okay, I, I just saw it now. Okay, there we go. Uh, here in the top of the fifth, so the Phillies are down two. Okay, Chad went with Ko and Yoko. I'm gonna go with Ko and Yoko. Jordan, I don't think I have to ask you who you like, right? Bonsai Papa Power Ball. There you go, <laughs> Ko and the Yoko duo. There you Everybody go. Enough. Wins. 
J.D., every time when Gerard says that, I laugh. Oh, you have to. It, it's genius, yes, and I would have to agree. K.O. and Yoko are just going to squash them like bugs. And you know what, Greg, I don't think... Uh, Greg, let's get yours. Who do you like? Uh, Team K.O. Team K.O., okay. All right, good way to start round three there, John. Okay, next we're going to go to... Uh, let's see, I will go to Gerard this time for... Gerard, who do you like? Who's your uh, third round pick look like today? My third round pick is Uh, John, is that yours or is that yours or mine? That's my computer. Oh, that's his computer. Okay. That's your computer. That's his computer. Yeah. That's wow. my rocket. Yeah, I'd say uh, rocket fuel. I guess uh, it's going to be a three-way for the IC belt in a last minute. No, wait. IC belt in a ladder match. All right, IC belt ladder match. Okay, give us the. Person. We're going to go with. Uh, my man Scott Hall versus Zach Ryder mm-hmm. versus the greatest Intercontinental Champion ever in his eyes, the Honky Tonk Man. Ooh, okay. Let's uh, let's go uh, to your pick, and who do you like? Well, we don't have to ask me, but. Yeah. Since you did, it's Hey Yo Scott Hall. All right, I want to say Scott Hall too. Uh, John, who do you like in this one? Oh, yeah, I'll take Scott Hall for that. And does it be a mismatch? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And uh, Greg, who do you like? Scott Hall. All right, so we all take Scott Hall there in a very good uh, ladder match between Long Island IC, the so-called greatest IC champion in his eyes, and, of course, the bad guy himself, Reza Ramon, if you will. So a very, very good stuff there. Okay, very good matches, guys, here in round number three. Next, we're going to turn it off to, uh, let's see here. And before we do, I think Greg has uh, something to plug for us this Sunday. Greg, uh, tell us about what's going to be plugged this Sunday. Uh, Sunday? Yes, this Sunday. Saturday, uh... I yeah, thought it was Sunday, uh, some birthday party. Oh, uh, yeah, I played a, a gig uh, at 60th birthday uh, yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. I thought it was this Sunday. Okay, how'd that go? It was pretty good. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I see here on the ad, however, mind you, that you did uh, get a chance, however, to um, uh, advertise, so that is very good. In fact, I'm going to get some people to start uh, being added to the list here, so very, very good there. And you just add to me? Yes, I'm Which adding. Which I'll add later on? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. 
we're definitely going to have a lot of people added to this list here, and uh, so we can uh, listen into uh, the band. Okay, next we're going to go to uh, who? Okay, we went two already. Who? Uh, let's see who else can we go with next? Okay, um, we're going to turn it out to. We're going to let's see here. Uh, who else? You and JD, you and uh, JD, you and Gregory didn't go. Yeah, that's true. All right, you know you're right, and and Chad didn't go either, mind you. Okay, however, all right, let's do Greg's pick while I get Chad's pick. Uh, Greg, you're next. Uh Vince McMahon. Yes. Versus Vince McMahon and Bischoff. Okay, we've had this before, but uh, that's okay. We don't care. We that's what we like about this place. We can always uh, which rich arena. What are we going with this time, Greg? Uh, the Monday Night Wars, WCW versus WWE. Or e. There you go. Okay, so there you have it, guys. Uh, very good. Okay, so we uh, just uh, heard the stakes laid down in this. However, uh, we'll go to you, Greg. Who do you like in this one? I am a big Eric Mitchell fan, but i got to say uh, Vince. All right, so you're going to take Vince here. Okay, uh, mind you. Okay, uh, Gerard, let's go to you next. I'm going to say Vince McMahon. All right, so two for McMahon in the ECW arena. You know what, however? i got to go with Bischoff. I'm going to go against you both on this one, however. And you know what, however? as my pick. John, who do you like in this one? Yeah, and John's trying to do his best Vince there, as we can tell, folks. And All right, that's good enough for us, so there you go, folks. And uh, definitely uh, he has... I'm sorry, to, Chad. Yeah, he uh, he's trying to do his best Vince, as you can tell, folks. So he has definitely got uh, that down to the T, okay? So we got that pick, and very good match there, guys. Very, very good match. And let me give you my pick now, Howard. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be no holds barred. I've been waiting for the right time. Steel cage match. It will be two lunatics going at it in the form of Superfly Jimmy Stuck on one. And the other one, we will go with... I'm really torn on this, but you know what? I'm going to go with it anyway. I'm going to say Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman and the Superfly going head to head. However, mind you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you just saw it too. Before we get that, all right, he went with Vince. Okay, Chad went with a good one here. The Battle of Wrestling Analysis. Here we go. However, the King Mauro Ranolo and King Booker or Byron Saxon, whatever you want to call it, versus myself, you, Gerard, and Chad. Uh, John, let's go to you first. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Greg, who do you like? Who was it? It's myself, Gerard, and Chad versus the team of Booker, Mauro Ranolo, and Jerry the King Lawler in the Battle of Wrestling Analysis match for the radio team. To draw. I can't pick. Draw? Yep. Oh, Gregory. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know if Chad's going to like that, but you know what? We'll let it slide. That's fine. I don't care. We'll let, we'll, we'll let him pass. If I did pick. I know. It's okay. 
It's okay. Uh, Gerard, you heard the match from Chad. What do you think? The greatest fucking wrestling radio people ever. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Good, good opinion. You know what I'm saying? The same. I can't go wrong with it. Here. Sorry. I mean, wrong with all. I gotta say, I I've watched them for the first. And then time. after the match, and then after match, Flicker T's gonna ask you to do the spin a Rooney. Either that, or we're gonna have some beer. One of the two. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're telling your pain, Greg. Very good match, though. I mean, good good thoughts there, and a good a good match all around by Chad. I I like that one. I knew he needed time to think though, because he that's why he, he was asking. He just asked me a few minutes ago, who are the wrestling analysts? I'm thinking, what's he going to go with this? And then it took me a second to think what he was going to go with, and then we heard his thought. All right, guys, you heard my match: Pillman and Superfly in the cage. Who wins this one? And I think we got one opinion already. We have not. I'm trying to think who else. Who else will be? Who else? Will, uh, uh, Greg, I think you gave us your opinion, right? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, Gerard, uh, we'll get to you in a second. Gerard, who do you like in this one between Superfly and Pillman? Ooh. You're going to take Pillman, and you know what? So does Chad. Uh, Greg, let's go to you next. It is Brian Pillman versus Superfly Schnooker in a steel cage. Superfly Schnooker. Ooh, okay. Pretty good. Good, good, good. And, uh, John, who do you like? Jimmy Schnooker. So you're both taking Superfly. Okay, very good there. All right, guys, everyone with a good, good third round, however. And while we do that, let's give you the number out one more time. one 444 Caller ID number one three eight seven four four pound number one. This is episode 38 of Raw Radio, of course. And with us, however, is the big four. Hopefully, we're going to be joined with the Fab Five here shortly, of course. First off, I'm Canada, my man, my partner, my sidekick, my human... Uh, outsider, if you will, let's just say the bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith, King Beer, of course, also the host of WCW Attitude Radio with the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, a part of the debate with Team Madness with Michelle, myself, on Wednesday nights, and of course, also my co-host on Wrestling Revisit on Tuesday night. Also from the Kramer Brothers Band in the Land of Extreme, and also uh, many Facebook pages around, including, however, Pro Wrestling Reviews from Philadelphia, the Land of Extreme, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, and of course, the Human Suplex Machine down there in Front Row, Virginia, John Gross, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, joining us live in the chat box. We want to thank him for coming in. Today, we also want to thank our good friend Tony, of course, believe it or not, from Denver over there at TGTS Radio, who has stopped in for a little bit to uh, chat with us and give us his thoughts on his fantasy matches. John and I will be uh, appreciating that, and we do all appreciate him coming in for a little while and joining us as well. And before we continue, guys, a couple quick baseball notes. Uh, San Diego is now up 3-2 in the bottom of the fifth inning there in Philadelphia this afternoon, while my Pirates won earlier this afternoon, hanging on, winning by 3 Seven to four, so now they are back into a first place tie with the Cubs and the Reds, heading into tonight's big ball game with those two teams in Wrigley. Okay, guys, we're gonna go one more round of peace, uh, but before we do, of course, as we said, of course, we uh, also want to give a, best, a special shout out to our other colleagues, uh, some of them who could not make it today, including the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, our good friend Kendrick, the Lowdown Smith, of course. 
and other colleagues as well, including our good friend Tim Randalls, LT, of course, uh, could not make it due to a couple issues today. We want to say hey to him. And we also want to send out a couple other uh, hellos to uh, my cousin, of course, Dan DiGirolamo, the franchise, who will hopefully be back on very, very soon. And, of course, our other colleague, none other than Fonzie. Okay. That being said, guys, uh, let's go one more time into the fourth round, however, and hopefully Mr. WCW Chad will be, Hinshaw will be joining us uh, for uh, the last round and final call of the afternoon before we can do our raw re- uh, reviews and ratings for the day, and then we will uh, touch up uh, one or two minor issues before we call it a day here. So let's begin round four. We're going to start off with Chad this time, since everyone got around except for Chad. So Chad, you will start round number four. Uh, round four begins, so what is your match, Chad? We are waiting to hear yours. <laughs> we are waiting. Yes. And I'm looking right now to see what happened in the Pirate game this afternoon. Of course, uh, John Neese giving up three runs in six innings, struck out five, walked one, picked up his first win of the year, while Mark Melanson recorded save number three. Justin Verlander, of course, suffered his first setback of the year, giving up seven runs in four innings, throwing 111 pitches, folks. Yeah, 111 pitches. I know he had a tough struggle a week and a half ago in the opener at Miami against the Marlins. Today, it was a real tough day for him as the Pirates uh, brought out the lumber, if you will, in more ways than one. The big uh, bat of the afternoon was uh, of the El Cafe form of Gregory Polanco, going three for five this afternoon, and Francisco Cervelli also getting three hits. So uh, both of them coming up big today for the Pirates. They are now, as we said, on the season, 5-2, and two, uh, hoping to go for number six tomorrow afternoon. As Juan Cassio will be getting the nod tomorrow afternoon in that game. And then, of course, the Pirates come back home for a big five-game homestand, including two more with Detroit, a home-and-home series, if you will, and then three against Milwaukee this weekend, who it seems like they always have a tough time struggling with either here in Pittsburgh or out of Milwaukee. I mean, I don't know what it is, but the Brewers seem to have our number always. And uh, that's just uh, the nature of the beast, so to speak, if you will. So, uh, as we said uh, later tonight, of course, uh, Chad's Braves will be taking on John's Nationals at 7 o'clock there. That should be a very interesting, entertaining ball game. Um, other ball games have note to uh, point out quickly. Uh, right now, the Cardinals and the Brewers are at nothing, nothing going into the last, the first inning. And in the top of the second inning in Minnesota, between the White Sox and Minnesota, where the Minnesota Twins are having their home opener this afternoon, along with the St. Louis Cardinals, they are also not at zero right now. Uh, John, of course, is keeping us up to date with that Oriole game right now, ladies and gentlemen. And it's 6-6 as we said. Okay, here we go. Chad's match is Hogan, Sting, Warrior, Goldberg versus DiBiase, Zeus, the Iron Sheik, and Rick Rude. An eight-man tag here. Very, very good match to start out round number four there, Chad. Very good pick indeed. Uh, let's hear who do you like in this one. And while we do that, let's uh, get everyone's take on this one. Uh, Gerard, who do you like in this one? Uh, the heel Ted DiBiase. All right, you're going to go with Team uh, uh, Money. Team Money, yes. I was going to say Team Money or Team Rude, but that's fine. No problem, no problem. Okay, Uh, very interesting there. Okay, Uh, like I said, Chad is going with them, however, mind you. So we have already heard his pick, mind you. Let's uh, get uh, your thoughts there. Uh, John, who do you like in this one? I'm going with Team Hogan. And uh, you left the chat, J.D., 
Oh, did I? Okay, sorry about that. I did not know. Okay, I'm, 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 am I back now? Am I okay? I think I think you are. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll get the, we're gonna get this straightened out. I mean, we're just having some. T- we're, yeah, we're back. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm back, and uh, I'm back. Okay, there we go. I just want to make sure everything's okay. Okay, uh, Greg, you heard the match. However, who do you like in this one? Uh, Team Hogan. John, did you give us her pick on that one? Yes, I did. Team Hogan. Oh, Team Hogan as well. Okay. So, George going with Team Money. You know, this is tough because they're all eight good individuals. You know what? I'm going to buy into the heel team for the first time today. Uh, one of the many times, a few times I've bought in today. I'm going to go with the heel team as well. i got to go with Team <gasps> Heel on this one. I'm surprising you both, however, in this one. I'm going to go with Team Heel on this one. I'm going to side with Gerard on this one. Okay, very good match there, Chad. I can't so, believe you, J.D. I know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I know, however, even Chad was dumbfounded by that answer, too, however, by me going for the heels for once, however. I know I'm not usually a sucker, but in this case, I bought in, however, for the first time. All right, let's go next to Gerard with his fourth-round pick. My fourth-round pick is... Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks we're going to very have a very special historic episode, episode number 40, and that'll be right before payback, ladies and gentlemen. That's two weeks from today. Nine. Yes. Because uh, as soon as we get done with this one, this will be number 38 in the can, and next week we'll have number 39. Cool. We're going to do a tag team rival match, but the rivals are on the same team. Ooh. Okay, I like this. All right, give us All right. First team that are were rivals in real life. Yes. Is Edge and Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Versus the other rival in real life, Taz and Sabu. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a real good one. All right, uh, give us your uh, pick. John, who do you like in this one? Edge and Matt Hardy. Greg? Uh, Team Matt Hardy. I'm going against you both again. I'm going to take Taz and Sabu. I think the Taz mission in uh, Sabu's uh, aerial offense does it for me. So I'm going to take Taz and Sabu here. I'm going to hear uh, Chad's here answering a minute. Very good match there, Gerard. I like that one. That was a very, very good match there. 
in round four. Uh, so some really, again, guys, really great matches. You guys are all, we're all coming up with some great ones today, certainly without question. And we're going to hear uh, Chad's answer here in a second, however. Uh, but um, all right. Let's see here. He goes with Edge and, uh, like I said, Edge and Hardy. Okay, so uh, very good match there. Okay, who's next? Uh, we already heard, uh, let's see, who, we went with the Gerard on that one. Uh, who's next? In, oh, wait a minute. Who who picked that one? That was you, right, Gerard? I want to make sure. Yeah. yeah, that was you. Yeah, okay. I thought so. Okay, let's go to John next, however, for his uh, fourth round prediction. My fourth round will be uh, Undertaker. Versus versus uh, Sheamus. Good match. Okay, I like this. I like this. Okay, uh, give us a winner. I'm going with Undertaker. All right. Gerard, who do you like, Taker or the Celtic Warrior? The Undertaker. All right, you're going to take the Undertaker as well. Okay. Uh John, uh, sorry, you, John. Sorry, uh, I guess. Uh, Gerard, uh, Chad wants to talk to you for just a minute, so if you get a chance, you can do that for just a second. I'll get Greg's pick, and we'll come back to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Greg, go ahead, please. Uh, the Undertaker. Chad took the Taker as well, and you know what? Though I gotta go with Taker as well. I think Taker, being the veteran that he is, Howard, he puts the Red Rooster wannabe. Uh, down for the count one two three and buries him six feet into the ground. So uh, <laughs> very very good matches guys here in round four so far and uh, we will come back to Gerard here momentarily as he is tied up at the moment. He will be back with us in just a second unless he comes back in, uh, while we're on our next match. Uh, who has not done? Oh, we've got two so far. So it, we're down to three now, really, aren't we? Or no, four. Let me think. You, John, Greg, me. Yeah. And Chad, right? Right. Okay, Greg, let's go to you next. Uh, I got one. This is going to be a shocker. Please. Uh, Eric Bischoff versus Ted Turner. Ooh, okay. I like this one. Okay. Bischoff versus the man who hired him to run the company. Trillionaire Ted Turner. Okay. Do we have any uh, stipulations here in this one? Um. Yeah. W. Time Warner with WCW. Name on the line. Okay. Very interesting matchup here. Okay. Give us your uh, winner. Uh, Eric Bischoff. All right. John. Uh, Eric Bischoff. I'm going to say uh, Bischoff as well, and hopefully, let's see if Gerard has returned. Gerard, have you returned, sir? Yeah, I'm going to say Eric Bischoff. Okay, and while you were out, however, we had uh, Taker versus Sheamus. So uh, give us a winner on that one. Taker. All right. Everyone took Taker. Okay. And like I said, we got Turner and Bischoff there. And now we're going to hear Chad's thing. And uh, John will go to you next. Then we'll go to... Uh, Chad, I'll go last today. Uh, he says Bischoff. Okay, so there you go. Okay, John, you're next. How is your final matchup for the afternoon? My final matchup for the afternoon is uh, going to be John Cena versus Ricky Steamboat. 
Ooh, okay. This is a good one. Uh, uh, give us a winner. Uh, I'm going with John Cena. I'm going to take the dragon. Gerard? Mm-hmm. Who is it? Cena versus Steamboat. John made this one. Steamboat. All right. Uh, Greg? Uh, who was it again? Cena versus the Dragon. Uh, Ultimate Dragon. You're going to take the Dragon as well. Okay, so we're going to hear uh, Chad's pick here in a minute. Uh, very good match there, uh, mind you there, John. Very, very good. Chad, we're going to go to you next. How you get the last uh, pick of your draft board today. So we're going to hear what he has to say. And uh, also, I want to give a shout-out again, also, ladies and gentlemen, to... Uh, he's going to take Steamboat as well. Okay, so there you go. Um, I also want to say, also, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance on Facebook, please check out one of our new Facebook pages, Movie Fans Worldwide, hosted by the King of Kings, Dora T. Smith, the Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Black Widow, and myself. We give you movie reviews. We give you movie soundtracks, clips, pictures of past and present actors and actresses, and trailers. We've got some good movies up already and some pretty good reviews, including Chinatown, Kentucky Fried Movie, Funny Farm, uh, The Witches of Eastwick, and many others. So, guys, if you get a chance to post your movie review and uh, want to join up, however, feel free to join up right now. However, it's free, fun, and exciting. However, we've had some great movies so far. Greg, you'll have to check it out. I know you've been extremely busy, so if you get some good movie reviews up for us or put some trailers up or have some good movie reviews of movies you've seen in the past and want to share with us, as well as you, John, and anyone else out there, please feel free to do so. All right, Chad is going to make his last pick here in just a second here. Hopefully we're going to get his uh, thing hey, here in just a minute. Hey, J.D., before you say that, uh, yes, I want to announce, uh, well, I think a lot of people know, but I want to, a May 6th episode a revolution will be celebrating WCWUS's radio network's first year on the air. Yes, and, and who knows? We're gonna have a we're gonna have a great. And it's been a great first year. It really has. Thank you, there, Gerard. Yeah, I was gonna bring that. I was just momentarily gonna bring that up right after. Chad I think we the, deserve a round of applause for that. Yes, I think we all do. But really, I think the people who deserve more than applause than us, I think, are the, the main people who gave us this chance to not only do this show but be a part of their radio network family. And that, of course, is uh, none other than the bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindot and all their friends, including the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Teeters, the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, as well as many others. And like I said, if it wasn't for Gerard, Michelle, and Chad, however, they wouldn't have given me and uh, John a chance to join their network family. It's been a great first year. We're hoping to join them for many more years to come. I know Greg feels the same way. Of course, we brought in Greg, however. By um, I think it was one of us. I think it was either me or maybe it was maybe John or I think it was yeah I think it was me brought Greg into the uh, group as well. However, but uh, we want to thank you, Gerard, as well as Chad and Michelle, as well as everyone else in the group, including Ann, Kendrick, Jeff, John, JML, of course, for bringing us in. However, it's been a great first year. We've had a great time being with you guys, giving you our opinions as well as hearing opinions from you guys and everyone out there as well listening to us as well. We hope that you continue to listen to all of our shows. It's been a great first year, and we hope to have many, many more exciting years to come. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can speak for myself. John, I think you say the same thing. Okay. Yes, I do. 
And as Chad told us just now, ladies and gentlemen, as of Friday, Revolution has done 144 episodes. So that is one of the first big shows that has become a big thing in the network family so far. This is probably the third or fourth biggest tower because now, like I said, we're going to be wrapping up number 38 here in just a few minutes, Tower, And next week will be number 39, so it's been pretty fun. We continue to grow by leaps and bounds every day, every week, every day, 24 hours a day, no matter what. And we are your voice of wrestling no matter what, whether it's uh, good, bad, whatever. We have the latest news for you each and every day with the best damn news team out there with, of course, Champ Kind himself, Mr. GTS himself, of course, me, Brick Tamlin, and usually we also have Ron Burgundy and the rest of the news station team, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, however, it is our wrestling connection, no doubt about it. Okay, Chad's last pick is a good one, guys. You're going to like this. Sergeant Slaughter for Or WCWS fans and by wrestling fans. Exactly. Well said, John. And here's his matchup for the last one of the day. It is Sergeant Slar versus G.I. Bro, Booker T. This is a good one, guys. I like this one. Okay, let's uh, hear what he has to say uh, on this one. Uh, Gerard, who do you like in this one? G.I. Bro, Booker versus the Sarge, Sergeant Slar. Gerard, are you there, sir? All right, I think he will be back with us momentarily, hopefully, and uh, we'll have to hear what he has to say. So we're just going to have to give him a few minutes, however, mind you. Oh, I see you uh, liked my Enforcer review there, uh, Sean. I was just reading that just now. Yes, I did. Uh, I uh... Gerard got a good one of his. Uh, like I said, he uh, did his on Days and Confused, mind you. And like I said, I've done some pretty good ones so far, too. And like I said, we're going to have to get some uh, more of your uh, – some of your movies up there eventually, along with yours there, Greg, when you have time. Let's see if uh, Captain Unicorn has returned. Captain Unicorn, have you returned, Sid? Yes, sir. Yes, I have. Okay. As I was mentioning, we were doing Sergeant Slaughter versus G.I. Bro Booker. Who do you like? Sergeant Slaughter. Chad said, tough one to call. He'll go with the Sarge, too. I will make it a threesome. John, who do you like in this one? Um, Slaughter. Okay. And Greg. Greg. Yes, yes. Okay, we were just wondering where you were. You probably keep an eye on the Philly game too. Uh we got uh, like I said, however, like I said, however, by the way, uh there Greg. Chad wanted me to tell you, uh, to give you kudos on your page, how he loves it, however, and he absolutely is really a fan of it and he enjoys it and we all do man. It's like Give you a bunch of my friends, and we'll have to get a bunch of more people to sign up for that page. Definitely, uh, we definitely think it's uh, very uh, awesome and very cool to say the least. So, Chad wanted me to give you a shout out on that page. Uh, thank you, thank you, Chad. All right, let's get your thoughts. The Sarge versus GI Bro. Who do you like? Who is it again? Sergeant Slaughter versus GI Bro King Booker Booker T. Uh, Slaughter. Okay. So there you go, guys. Uh, very good, however. Uh, let's go to me, however, for the last one of the day, however, uh, mind you. Uh, let's just say, and, oh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Okay, I'm going to make it interesting. Uh, it's a Texas Bull Rope match. Ooh. It will be Dusty Rhodes versus, wow, this is tough. But you know what? I'm going to make it fun. With two guys. Two guys who were friends 
but at one time they were also bitter enemies. Dick Ru- Dick Murdoch versus Dusty Rhodes on this one. I'm going with Dusty Rhodes. All right. You're going to go with the Dream. Greg, who do you like? I'm going to go with the Dream, baby. Yes. Who uh, you like? Dusty Rhodes. You're going to go with Dream. Okay. Chad's going to probably like this one, I would imagine. Uh, Gerard, who do you like in this bull rope match uh, between Dusty and Dick Murdoch? Was his, I think his name was Dirty Dick, wasn't it? Yes, Dirty Dick. They remember the West Texas Outlaws, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Dirty Dick Murdoch. You're going to go with Dirty Dick Murdoch. Okay. Double D, if you will, however. You're not going with the Dwayne this time, however. And he says, and as Chad likes to do his favorite, if you will, the American Dwayne Dusty Waltz, baby. You know, uh, both are great, but i got to go with Dream 2. i got to go with Dream 2, so... Uh, all of us are taking the dream, but Gerard on this one as he takes uh, Mr. Murdoch, if you will, in his heelish, brutish ways, if you will. Very great wrestler, and a guy who I think uh, is not in the Hall of Fame by any means. So he was also a teammate at one time of adorable Adrian Adonis. They were known as the North-South Connection, a great team in the early 80s who battled a lot of great teams, including, uh, I believe, Rick Martell and Tony Gurria. Uh, they also battled, I think, the Wild Samoans at one time. They also did Wyndham and Rotundo, the um, team that they were known as, the U.S. Express. So uh, a very, very unique wrestler in his own way. And, of course, Dick Murdoch passed away a long time ago. It was about 20 years ago, I believe, due to a very serious heart attack. And that was unfortunate because I think he was very young at the time, in his mid-50s at the time when it happened. All right, guys, we're about to wrap it up here as we've got five minutes left to go here on the show. We're going to call it a little early here this afternoon, but let's get everyone's main event prediction and raw rating, if you will, and uh, hear what everyone has to say. Of course, next week we will be back, however, with episode 39. Of course, we will have the news for you. We'll have uh, also possibly some more fancy matches. We're going to also talk about some of the other stuff that's going on. Of course, Greg will hopefully share his experiences from the big fan fest this weekend coming up in Philadelphia. That should be a great time on Saturday. So let's get everyone's main event prediction and raw rating for tonight. We'll start with His Highness first. What do you expect to happen tonight with Dr. Phil hosting in L.A.? And uh, what will our main event be there tonight in L.A., Gerard? I'll be up from last week uh, just a little bit. And my main event is I'm probably dreaming, but hey, it can happen. Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson versus uh, Enzo and Cass. Ooh, okay, not bad, not bad, okay, very good, okay. Chad is going with a 275, he thinks it'll be Roman and Dean yet again teaming up against Sheamus and Rusev, not a bad one, however, he says he's dreaming too, so not bad, however. I'm going to go next, I'm going to think it's going to be AJ and Roman taking on Jericho and uh, uh, KO, if you will. Mind you, and I think they'll do a 2-8. I think they'll take a little bit of a dot, downward spiral this week. Not a big one, but a little bit. And, John, you went with a good one here. Cesaro versus Jericho. That that could yes, happen. Yes, I did. What's your uh, number look like this week? I say give it a 2.8 as well. All right. And Chad, Chad likes your pick there, so that that's a very good pick there. All right, Greg, let's uh, go to you. What is your main event tonight in Los Angeles? 
Um, maybe some action. Uh, maybe a uh, Extreme Rules match or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see what Shane's uh, sleeve, under his sleeve tonight. All right. Uh, all right, and uh, as Gerard pointed out earlier, as we we're going to wrap it up here, let's get a one-word answer from everyone real quick, however, and then we'll tell you what our theme is to close out this afternoon. Uh, Gerard thinks the ball club will make their debut possibly tonight, more than likely. I'm going to ask everyone else, however, who did they show up tonight? Greg, we'll start with you. Yes or no? Sure, why not? All right. And you know what? Uh, Chet says I'd like to see Enzo and Cass versus the Dullies. That could happen, okay? Uh, mind you, however, uh, let's hear what uh, Chet has to say. John, do we see the Bull Club make their debut this evening? Yes, I think that would ha- that will happen. All right, and you know what? I think it's unanimous. And now we're going to see what Chet has to say here in just a second. So we'll wait on that here momentarily. And again, before we... Uh, Call it a day here. Again, I want to thank all my guests today. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the human suplex machine, the big diesel Gregory Kramer, the human, and of course, the bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith. And you know, he says, a surprise to me, but yes. So, you know what? I think most of us are feeling the same way. We're going to see you guys in just a few, about three hours from now in Los Angeles. I'm sure there's going to be a lot going on between now and 8 o'clock this evening. So, we're going to see what happens. So, as I said, I do want to thank all my guests today. Guest aid, of course, uh, our good friend Tony, but mostly our good friend, Mr. WCW Chad uh, Hinshaw, mind you, however. Mind you, we want to thank him for coming in, however, mind you. And as we said, how we want to thank him for joining us in the chat box today. We also want to thank Dorothy Smith, King NW, which you can join him tomorrow night. And myself, of course, on Wrestling Revisit, begin at 7 o'clock. We will be then on again at 9 with Wrestling uh, Revolution. It should be a great show. Gerard and I will handle the news. John will have days and birthdays, birthdays and dates in history. Hopefully, Greg, you'll swing by. Of course, we'll have more on the title bout trivia matchup, mind you. And... Uh, and as we said, of course, uh, coming up, uh, we'll also talk about Raw tomorrow night. Hopefully, we'll have the Black Widow on again, Michelle Lindard. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with our friends and family tonight. Of course, uh, the very heartbreaking tragedy that happened recently. Michelle, we love you miss you. We hope you're back soon. We also want to thank, uh, as I said, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And, of course, the big diesel, Gregory uh, Kramer from the Kramer Brothers Band and Pro Wrestling Reviews, as well as other pages as well. John's going to take us out with a very unique tune today, however, from Bob Dylan and the Birds. That was with uh, David Crosby and Roger McGuinn back in the late 60s. I think you all remember this tune. It was been played in a lot of movies and TV shows from the late. And, of course, it is called Turn, 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 however. So, with that, I think it makes sense with this song being uh, Turn, Turn, Turn as we turn you out for the day. We'll be back again tomorrow night. Don't forget, at 7 o'clock with Wrestling Revisit and then 9 o'clock revolution we will talk to you again next week have a great monday night everyone enjoy your evening be safe out there be safe all week and we will talk to you soon john take us out with the birds would you please the next 30 minutes are ad free thanks to the following sponsor why commercial why sorry we're doing a little commercial snap for your people we've had that sometimes now, nobody covers Cincinnati best. Nobody. It's what's the team all today. Thanks for watching. Click here for more information. Now, enjoy the next 30 minutes. All right, back. now we're ready to go. Okay. Now we're ready to go.
Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit